Welcome back to the Heavily Scaled Podcast, podcast about life in and out of the gym. I am your host, Gabby Bradley, and today we are joined by my other brother, Justin Ingram. Justin is a junior at Loyola, Maryland, where he plays soccer there. Hey, Justin. Hey, Gabs. Thanks for having me. No problem. Thanks for coming on the show. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Quarantine, yeah. you know. Oh, yeah. How is that? all day with mom and dad. Woo-hoo-hoo-hoo-hoo. Yeah. Like a party. That's exciting. So for those of you who maybe haven't caught on or don't know me, Justin is my youngest brother. Earlier on, a few episodes ago, I talked to Matt and his wife, Andrea. Um, he's in the middle. Justin is the baby of the family. Yep. Aww. Yep. Unfortunate. And he's grown. It's so weird because you're 21 now. Right? Is that it? You turned 22 this year? Yep, 22 in December. Woohoo! So, this episode, because we don't want to keep talking about Corona, we could talk about Corona, but since Justin is home because of the quarantine, I thought this would be a great opportunity to talk a little bit about what it takes to be a college athlete. Um, because I was a college athlete, um, our brother Matt played in college, and Justin played college or is in college now playing, and we all played soccer, but we all sort of have very different takes on it. So Justin is probably the, mm, this is weird. I don't want to admit this, especially since it's going live. Justin's probably the better, best of the three of us. I think it's probably just because, shout out to Matt, he, Justin had us to look up to. So, you know, Mm. he came to our practices, watched our games. Mm. Wouldn't you agree, Jay? Maybe. Maybe to a certain extent. I'll give you guys a little bit of credit. Thank you. I think we deserve. A little bit. Yeah. Okay. Like 50%. Okay. Yeah. Come on now. A bit much, but. Okay. If that makes you feel good. It does. Thank you. Let's go with it. <laughs> so, Jay, tell us a little bit about what it takes to be a college athlete. Um, I mean, I guess, are you talking about for somebody in high school or. Before yeah, so that, what was that, that process like for you? Because I was the first in the family to go through it, so yeah. it was a little different for me, and you were also a little more high profile. Right. I mean, I think that either way, um, it takes a lot of just dedication and sacrifice, I guess. Um, you know, for me, I think it was, obviously it felt a little different than it probably felt for you, mm-hmm. you know, um, just being the last one where I kind of maybe felt like I maybe had more pressure or something like that, you know, Mm -hmm. as you and Matt both were successful in college and did well. Um, But yeah, just mainly a lot of hard work, dedication, sacrifice, um, and finding something that you're passionate about, you know? Um, I think that hard work is... It's easy to work hard when you love, you know what I mean, when you like or love what you're doing. Mm -hmm. So for me, finding, you know, I played a lot of different sports growing up, and I think we all kind of knew that soccer was probably going to be it, but, like, I was fortunate enough to actually love playing. Mm -hmm. So, you know, yeah, I think that's, that's something that I think is overlooked a lot, you know, when you talk about reaching a goal. Mm -hmm. Um Obviously, if that's your goal, it's probably something you are passionate about, but, but still. What does your, 
what does training look like now compared to like when you were playing club soccer and high school? Well, you didn't get to play in high school. No. So just kidding. So I can speak a little bit, you know, high school practices for me were always like fun. Like I looked forward to those trainings um, because we were just such a tight knit group of people. I really, there were times where I liked my high school team better than my club team. And that was just because it was a very different dynamic. Um, It was still hard. We still worked hard. But I think high school level ball, um, at least at the time, was different than it was when I played club. So not to say I didn't like club. I grew up with those girls. You know, we were together from the time we were like 10, 11, 12, all the way up to until we were 18. Um, But what does it look like for you um, now, like, what was that transition like, transitioning um, from to er, into college? You're talking about, like, team as a team? Or no, just, like, tra- individually, yeah, so or? The individually, what were the practices like? And then individually, how did you have to adjust? Um, so I think that once you get to college, you really start to take care of your body different, you know, whereas in college you're maybe playing three games a week. Mm-hmm. Um you know that. Um, so you're playing way more games. And and they're spread out, and they're, which is they're nice. They're spread out. I mean, yeah, you never play like back-to-back, but still three games in a week at that level is a lot mm-hmm. on your body. Um, whereas for me in Academy, you played one, maybe two games in a week mm-hmm. um, max. So, you know, the, the trainings look different because it's a lot of preparation for games. You know, you're watching film. Um, you're going over tactics and that kind of thing, but individually it's a lot more taxing on your body. So you're spending more time, you know, trying to make sure you're eating right, you know, going to treatment and you have access to those things now, which you really don't have access to, you mm-hmm. know, an academy where, or club, or, or club high where you really, yeah. your high school where you have, you know, a real training staff and, yeah. and that kind of thing. Like a team um, doctor. Yeah, so I mean, it's 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 the next level. Up, yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. In, in every kind of way, from the the competition to you know the resources that you have and how you have to manage them. Talk a little bit about like um, you know a lot of people think that if they're not college athletes, that college athletes have it pretty good and to say we do have it pretty good, but I think one of the things that people miss is that um, college athletes, like we spend a lot of our time working on our sport. Yeah. So what has that um, been like for you? I mean, as a D1 athlete, you know, talk a little bit about time commitment. Um, Yeah, for sure. Um, I think you Definitely heard it when you were in college. Matt probably heard it too. You know, the athletes have it so good, and we do. You know what I mean? To a certain yeah. extent, mm-hmm. you know, we're blessed to be in the situation that we are. But at the same time, um, you know, every day pretty much looks the same. <laughs> you know, yeah. you, you don't have your, your free time to say, I want to do my homework at this time. Or, you know, I want to go do this at this time. And you can't, you can't really change that. Um, it's... You have training at 7, you know, mm-hmm. so if training's at 7, for me, that means I'm there at 615 because I'm getting yeah. treatment, you know, before training. And then training's from 7 to maybe 9, but I'm not leaving at 9, you know, shower, yeah. treatment again, 
Yeah. Um, so then you're out of there by 10. You have class at, for me, 10.50. Then I'm in class basically 10.50 to about 4. Um, and then, you know, eat dinner, do your homework. So you, everything's just kind of more set in stone for you. Yeah. Which, I mean, can be good, mm-hmm. I think. You know, you kind of follow a a routine, but at the same time, you don't have that, that flexibility. Um, and then, especially, you know, for me, hoping that I can continue playing after college, training doesn't really stop when training stops, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I need to make sure I'm going to the gym extra, going back out to the field, um, doing things like that. So if I want to incor- incorporate those into my day, then that's even more planning that I need to do, mm-hmm. you know, and it's not always easy to get back to the field or back to the gym because every day kind of somewhat, you know, looks different in terms of school workload. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, that's that's one thing. And I know even, you know, at my time spent at UVA, that was honestly our favorite time of a school year semester mm-hmm. was that three weeks where the season was over, you know, because the season ends maybe late November, um, early December, and then you're there for finals. (laughs) But, you know, you just have that extra three hours a day that makes a a big difference, you know. To do what you want to do. To do what you want to do. So, yeah, yeah, and that's that's always good mentally to Mm -hmm. have that little bit of little bit of freedom. What? So now that you're home, you're not at school and um you guys are done for the semester yes so you're not there normally you know soccer for those of you who don't know is still a sport where even though our season is in the fall we still have a spring season where we're training the training tends to be a little different i don't know about for you but i remember our trainings were always a bit more intense um you know because you you don't have the games so coaches can push us push us a little bit harder you know five days a week so what are you doing now that you're not um on campus and with your team training um so we actually our trainer actually sent us out um a packet you know kind Mm -hmm. of to follow oh so that's why you won't do crossfit with me um no comment Mm -hmm. um so (laughs) you know we we have that now but we actually just got that today Um, so, so that just came this morning, but for me, it's been trying to kind of stay in a routine Mm because when the fall comes around, I need to be as prepared as possible. You know, if the fall is still, you know, fall season still available or still happens. Um, but just following a routine so that, you know, when the fall does come, I'm, as ready as possible. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm kind of lucky, you know, definitely lucky to have all of the resources I do here at the house, you know, like the weights and that kind yeah. of stuff um, that maybe. Do we other, still have a goal in the backyard? It's not up right now, but oh, yeah, we still okay. have it. Um, so like things like that where, you know, other players may not have access to those things. So like mm-hmm. I need to make sure I'm using them to my benefit. And, you know, this is honestly my it, I don't even know. Not my favorite time of the year, but it's a time that I really enjoy because this is when I think I actually get better, you know, mm-hmm. as a player. And that's what I need to do um, is when I'm able to work out by myself and, and train by myself. You know, not that team training isn't effective, yeah. but it's a different it's a different goal. Yeah. You know, you're, you're trying to get more, 11 you're, guys 
to do the same thing. So it's more tactical than it is, you know, that technical and individual work for sure. Um, Last thing I want to talk about is you do have aspirations to play professionally. So you made the choice. You'll have to tell us how long ago you made it, but you made the choice to go vegetarian with your diet. So how long ago did you do that? Um, Why did you make that choice? And, um, you know, how's it going for you? And what do you, you know, are you liking it? Going to keep it up? Yeah. So I decided to do it about three months. So I'm three, three and a half months in now. Um, and mainly it was just, you know, even at my time at UVA, um, a lot of the criticism that I got, I guess, from the coaches was just about my diet. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and part of that was just me being somewhat immature, mm-hmm. you know, like, and, and never being able to really dedicate myself to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then this past fall at Loyola, I had a teammate who was vegan, mm-hmm. um, which is completely different. Not, not completely different, but, but yeah. it's, it's more challenging. They're not the opinion. same thing. <laughs> yeah. Um, and, you know, he, he just, you know, told me that he thought, you know, it was going well for him and mm-hmm. he felt better while he was playing and that kind of thing. And, and so I kind of researched it more and a lot of pro players, you know, overseas are vegan or vegetarian. And then, um, just to kind of put it into, I guess, context or somebody that more people probably know here in the States is Chris Paul. Um, he's on a plant based mm-hmm. diet. Um, and so I kind of read up on that and saw things on that and I was like, you know, I'll try it. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like it's a lot easier than I thought it would be. Mm-hmm. Um, the hardest part is just getting started for me, you know, mm-hmm. and then once I did get started about two, two and a half, three weeks in, I've really started to like feel different when I was playing, you know, I yeah. felt just lighter um, healthier, honestly, just more fresh, I mm-hmm. guess, you know? Um, and so I was like, okay, like I'm going to stick with it, you know? And at that point we were still at school, still training, yeah. still playing. So that was good. I could see how I actually felt while doing it. Um, and since then it's been something I've stuck with and I plan on sticking with it. Mm-hmm. Um, so tell me a little bit about, How do you make sure you're still getting all of the calories that you need um, with all of the activity that you're doing? So I'm actually trying to kind of go into a calorie deficit because Mm -hmm. I'm trying to lose weight. But obviously I have to do that in a healthy way. Yeah. yeah. (laughs) Um, So I actually at the beginning I was meeting with my trainer at Mm -hmm. Loyola, you know, just making sure I wasn't going to, number one, start to perform poorly. Mm -hmm. Um, And number two, basically not eat and then end up gaining weight because that's what, you know, they said could happen Yeah, if I'm not eating like enough. Mm -hmm. Um, So so I did that. And if you don't really have that as a a resource, I guess, you know, um, not everybody does, then... I guess just kind of making sure that you are really, really paying attention closely, you know, very closely to the amount of calories that you're eating and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, but the main thing for me was just making sure I was going to get protein. Mm-hmm. Um, so I started to actually 
consume more protein shakes like muscle milk yep. and that kind of thing. Um, you eat a bunch of eggs. And before, yeah, so before I wasn't a big <coughs> egg person, okay. um, but I started to add eggs to my to my diet. Um, and also yogurt, you know, mm-hmm. you don't really yeah. think yeah. of yogurt as something with a ton of protein. It's not one of the first things that come to your mind, but, mm-hmm. you know, it's another thing that you can add to your diet that has protein. Um, so, yeah, that was that was probably the most challenging part, actually, was figuring out where I was going to get my protein from, mm-hmm. um, just because it helps so much with, like, muscle recovery and that kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and training five days out of the week and then playing a game on the weekend, you still kind of need that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. Cool. Well, that's awesome. So it sounds like you're living the dream or trying to get there at least. Trying to get there. <laughs> trying to get there. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> I'm glad to have you home, sort of, um, most of the time. Happy to be home. Yeah. Well, thanks for talking to me today. Yeah. I won't for keep you. Me. I know you're trying to run to Dick's to get some equipment to work out with. I am. So I won't keep you. All righty. Thanks all for right. having me. Yeah. Thanks, baby bro. And thanks to you all for listening. Um, as always, you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you like to listen. Leave us a review, and we will be back with you guys next week. And add me on Instagram. Yep, I'll link just Justin's <laughs> stuff in the show notes. All right, bye, guys. Bye.